Welcome, everybody, and thanks for joining us on episode 67 of Health Talk with Dr. Kel. I'm Nikki Sterner, and today we're in part two of our series on Why Can't I Lose Weight? In part one, podcast 66, we discussed the weight loss industry and its big business. We also examined sugar and its addictive qualities. This week, we're discussing how adding in physical fitness can help your weight. Also, how eating at certain times of the day can affect your body's storage of fat. Your weight can be influenced by your gender, hormones, and insulin levels. One thing is for sure, many things affect your weight. Welcome everybody to Health Talk with Dr. Kel. I'm Nikki Sterner, and today we are doing part two of a topic, Why Can't I Lose Weight? This is podcast 67, and before we get started, welcome Dr. Kel. Hi, Nikki. Hi, everybody. Uh, let's do some funny quotes again because we got a lot of good ones. Okay, so the first one is, whenever I feel sad, I just go to my happy place, the fridge. And that is from Stop Emotional Eating, the Do It program. And then number two is Diet Day One. I have removed all the bad food from the house. It was delicious. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I like that one. That's from Vector Stock. So, yeah, I I know whenever I started a new fad diet or whatever I was doing, I used to do that. I would clear everything out and then just, like, throw stuff out or put it in a bag away in a closet. And now I kind of, like, add good foods in and I don't completely remove everything. I'm not as drastic as I used to be. What about you, Dr. Kelly? I want to know what you've struggled with in the past. Well... I've talked about some things in some of the earlier podcasts. I won't give my whole life story, but I got kind of chubby in the eighth grade. Was probably still a little bit of that in the ninth grade. Got into gymnastics in high school, and so I was working out and exercising. I got into swimming too. Played a little water polo my part of my sophomore year, then moved, and then uh, went into gymnastics at, at the new school I was at. And so started exercising more and, and didn't change my diet any, but I did get more fit and lost weight, mm. yeah, which is a good thing because I wasn't getting dates before. <laughs> but, but your activity level went up. Yes, and we talked about that in part one, right, uh, on why can't I lose weight in this segment about uh, why can't I lose weight, why I couldn't lose weight. I did lose weight then, uh, and I... But as I got into college, even back then, so many long years ago, back in the previous century, people still want to look good, right? So I'm in college. I like food. I mean, we all like food. We talked about that yeah. last in, in part one about, you know, it's a, it makes you feel good. And you don't just have to eat sugar to feel good. You can. When you're hungry, you eat food. Yes, it satiates your appetite so you're not hungry anymore, but typically you get a, a lift from just putting food in your mouth. It it's a, has a calming effect. It does produce, even in limited amounts, even if it's food that you're not crazy about, uh, some of your happy hormones. Typically, you're having conversation when you're eating. Hopefully, it's even better when you're having conversation. I shouldn't say better because sometimes you eat more when you're having conversations with others, so that can't can always be an issue, too. Uh, mm -hmm. Others, uh, if you're sitting oh, sure. around at a table and they're going for seconds, it's easy for you to grab seconds too, right? Yeah. Uh, but uh, anyway, in college, I I would go on these little, and I'd read books. You know, I was kind of into 
into health there. I would say my sophomore year of college, into my junior year of college, and and I started reading books on nutrition. My grandmother was having nutrition, so she got me, kind of talked a lot about to, about it to me as a kid, and I spent time around her because she was all into health and natural foods, and, and uh, um, she was preaching go to the health food store back then. You didn't have the big stores today like you, like you do today, uh, like Whole Foods and Sprouts and all the many across the country. Back then, they were just little ma-pa health food stores, and... Uh, uh, you know, you were you were the oddball out going to those places, but uh, today it, it's becoming more common, more typical, and I, I like to see that. But in college, my point being there is, I'd go, I'd read a book about fasting, or you know, so I'd go on a ten day juice fast, and I could mm-hmm. lose ten pounds in ten days easily, and mm-hmm. especially with exercising and all. And I did that off and on uh, as. It, because I'd eat and then I'd gain a few pounds and I okay I gotta lose it again so then I'd go back on one of those you know cleanses yeah and uh, <laughs> uh, you know you eat which wasn't very healthy because it was just having juice and juice just having juice you can do it it's better than just doing water I did water one time for 19 days and lost I'm sorry 11 days and lost 19 pounds uh, oh my god yeah um, and then of course once I started eating food it came right back on very quickly but. Uh, <laughs> And until I really, and it's only been in the last few years, I would say that I really, really started taking things more seriously. I have to admit, even though I had the knowledge, I didn't apply the knowledge. I had the knowledge for a long, long time. Could call myself a sugar addict as well. Absolutely. Right on that same page with you, Nikki. With the pop? Oh, yeah. I, I always have liked soda. And I started mm. drinking soda at an early age, Coke and Pepsi, and Mountain Dew. Uh, even though knew it wasn't good for me, I I was addicted to it. Along with I, I was never a big chocolate eater. I suppose the soda over overrode the chocolate. Uh, today I like chocolate much more, but I'm not drinking the soda, so maybe that's why it tastes a little better to me. I don't know, mm. but uh, just acquired mm-hmm. a taste. So you would lose the weight, and you would just put it back on, and then lose it. I would have to say, I've always been the kind of person vain, in the sense I wanted to. To look good as well. Never been obsessive though. I've never been the kind of person that has to have all the fashion clothes, the the you know the name brand clothes, the name brand shoes, uh, all those kinds of things. I I've never mm-hmm. been uh, you know to the point to Not where I thought point. I could excessively spend my money. I've always been a little more frugal than that. But I because I society has made you appear less attractive if you're uh, what's considered overweight or not uh, slender so I would you know gain a few pounds like okay not gonna stay there and and then go do something get it back down and there always been ways where I could rid of the weight fairly quickly even today if I went on a a very low-carb diet I can drop 10 pounds 7 to 10 pounds in a week Uh, add a little exercise to that and it could be even more or, or if I just go on a low-calorie low diet or go do a juice diet. or, uh, But I, I don't diet anymore. I mm-hmm. just try to work on a daily basis eating the right stuff, eating vegetables two to one over fruit and eating lean meats, especially fish, uh, which is the most healthy for you. Eat nuts and berries and, and grains. You know, the, the things that are higher in carbohydrates, focus on eating less of, but uh, high in fiber focus on eating more of and just because all the research shows 
and demonstrates as well as all the studies done on aging and and uh, those that have lived long lives and not only just long lives but mentally aware and physically uh, capable long lives those are the kind of diets they lived on so that's what I strive to do and when you live that way your body will naturally find a balance point and that balance point is that you will look on the world's category scale thin or if you're muscular and you exercise a lot you'll be able to see those muscles better and easier yeah. you'll be more cut because you store less fat on your body you're always going to store some some fat your body that's part of the need that you need those fat stores basic fat stores small amounts of fat that's stored in your muscles your uh, and other places around your liver and et cetera, et cetera, that, uh, and over your, uh, you know, your gut, if you're a male, um, it is, is a common place, uh, and women tend to gain it around their hips and thighs and, and rear. Neither of us seem to want it there. <laughs> so no. other reasons why we can't lose weight, a list of list of why you can't lose weight. So let's just run through some brief things that I found in this article. Why can't I lose weight? From WebMD, Dr. Kara Mayer Robinson wrote the article, but it was reviewed by Nayana Ambartikar, MD, okay, on July 28th, 2021. And in this article, just made a list of a few reasons why one can't lose weight. So let's just briefly talk about these things. And I, I found lots more reasons, but we'll begin with these. Okay. Uh, here she says... Is it because I skip breakfast? Mm. Skipping breakfast, not a good thing, because people tend to eat more at lunchtime when they skip breakfast. And eating breakfast helps get your metabolism running. Typically, you're active, even if it's just mentally active. When you're mentally active throughout the day, you're burning calories. Your brain burns a lot of calories, by the way. So thinking, along with exercising, burn those calories, but you want some food in you, preferably, we've talked about in the past, protein in the morning. A lot of people eat all the carbohydrate stuff in the morning and that's not good either. Overtaxes your pancreas, gives you some insulin boosts. And so don't suggest drinking any fruit juices in the morning. Uh, drink water, preferably having protein. Or if you have a smoothie, it's fine too. You mix that in with vegetables and a little fruit to uh, make it a little tastier. But uh, they've got on their list here suggestions, which I guess are fine. Uh, not would not top on my list, but they mention cottage cheese with fruit, uh, eggs with whole wheat toast, or Greek yogurt and a banana. So those each of those things would have some protein in them, and mm -hmm. some carbs too. Some a little higher and a little fiber in that wheat toast, and and in the fruit as well as in the banana. Those are suggestions. See any comments on that first one, Nikki? Do you eat yeah. breakfast? Um, I wasn't a great breakfast eater. I always had something, but I wouldn't say it was like eggs or protein. It was more like a granola bar or a piece of fruit or, you know, not really something that healthy. But uh, since I've, you know, been eating healthier, I, I do. I'll do like a smoothie with vegetables or I'll do eggs with veggies in them like you were talking about before. Yeah, I like those now. Like I didn't that. at first, but I throw. I, <clears throat> and, and Ingrid will actually eat my eggs now. <laughs> All right. Which is good and bad. I mean, I like, do you want any? I'll make you extra. Um, but uh, uh, yeah. I, I throw, uh, I'll throw the salad. You know, she always buys the spring salads and, and some of the arugula and stuff uh, from Costco. And, and so 
we'll I'll grab a handful of those and throw them in there with the eggs and then mix the eggs in with it. Uh, I typically used to just drink eat eggs over easy because I like soft yolks, but it, yeah. when I mix in those vegetables and also throw a little onion in there, sometimes a little, little diced tomato, and uh, um, mm-hmm. you know you you can get more creative with all that. But uh, do you put yeah. cheese in them? Um, you know, I try to really reduce my cheese intake. I do. I love cheese, um, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't think eating a lot of cheese is good for you. So mm-hmm. I tend to limit it to a minimum. Now and then I will break some pieces of cheese off into it because it, it does yeah. make it taste better. I, it does. I, I, it really does. But yeah. as far as being that healthy for you, I, it's not that it, I would say cheese is terrible for you. I notice, and I've had patients say this too, that if they're having a lot of cheese, they get more constipated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if you've noticed that. but uh, Yeah. A little's okay, but a lot is too much. Yeah, Taste- I've done the diets. I've done low carb diets where, <laughs> oh, yeah. sorry to admit, this, this unhealthy w- way of doing things in the past. Where I and believe it or not, this works. But I I hate to share it because I know somebody out there listening is going to go try it. Mm-hmm. Um, eat your pizzas. I've always liked pizza. So what do I do if we go get a pizza? And everybody gets mad at me when I do it, and I I'm still trying to get them to understand my perspective it's not working but i'll just eat the top don't eat the bread just eat all the junk on top all the veggies and meats and cheese everything on top just just strip off the top and shove it in your mouth and throw the bread away it works it you still follow the you're still on that low carb keto diet just uh yeah strip it off and eat that and everybody's like you're throwing away a good piece of pizza i said no i'm not i'm just throwing away the bread and they're like but it's a waste of the bread well you want to eat the bread here it is yeah go for it (laughs) i don't want it if i could order just 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 hey guess what could i get a pizza without the bread yeah (laughs) just give me the lump just melt the lump flat on the tray and hand me that and i'll just peel it off and eat it funny okay yeah uh let's see here next one do i eat too close to bedtime oh yeah hey uh that's a big one for a lot of people and i have to say that's been my problem even today i like to nibble when i'm watching tv and i usually after a, a day of working i go home and that's part of the way i relax i'll turn on the tv and put on a a, a movie or, or watch a series of some kind, you know, watch an episode or two before I go to bed. And I like to sit and nibble something. Mm-hmm. Difference is now I nibble on healthier things than I used to. Mm-hmm. Like what? Well, carrots, uh, mm-hmm. celery. Uh, I like to, mm-hmm. you know, you can put a little... Uh, peanuts are getting a bad rap these days, saying that peanuts aren't that healthy for you. They got some toxins in them that affect you. Do we still have peanut butter in the house? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, kids like it. I, I like the taste of peanut butter, but I like other nut butters that they make yeah. now that are a little healthier for you. Almond butter, cashew butter, mm-hmm. etc. We buy those as well, and I'll, I'll spread those on the celery. That livens up that celery a little bit. Yeah. Uh, uh, I will eat popcorn. I will I will cook popcorn. Popcorn of itself, is, depending on what you add to it, is actually fairly good for you. It also adds fiber into your diet. I use real butter. Actually, I use ghee. Do you know what ghee is? Like a part of the butter, right? Yeah, all the moisture's been removed. So it, it, it's just the fat. <laughs> Does it taste good? They, uh, uh, it tastes really good. And in fact, it's like they patterned the artificial butter at the movies after trying to match the taste of what you get from ghee. And mm-hmm. uh, ghee has become more and more popular out there. Uh, but it's very, it's much more expensive to buy than regular butter, but it keeps your 
popcorn from getting so soggy and because oh. uh, it doesn't have the water in it. Yeah. Do you melt it? Yeah, I just, you know, I'm not a purist. My wife is more pure than I am in many ways. <laughs> not just in diet. Throw it in the microwave. She would heat it up on the stove. So We used to have um, no microwave in our home for, I think, two years. One of the homes we lived in. Congratulations. We just did that one. Yeah. Wow. So I know about heating everything up. And you, then no, we, it's because you couldn't, you just didn't have one or, or you didn't want one? I didn't want one. Okay. I didn't want to use it. I didn't, yeah. Okay. Do, do you one. have one now? Uh, we do. Yeah. The, the, the home we lived in in California and the one here both have it built in. So, and we use it to heat stuff up. We don't put like plastic in there, but mm -hmm. um, yeah. Most things you still heat on the stove, but every now and then on the microwave or, or your husband right. and the kids do more of it than you do, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Reheating every now and then. I mean, you know, it, it's probably a daily thing. It's not like every meal or anything, but, you know, if something needs 30 seconds, it'll go in. Yes. I know it's not good, but. It's okay. You know, it's tough to be an extremist. I'm sorry to say. It really is. And we have extremists in all kinds of different things, you know, in our society today. Part of what we get so frustrated by. Uh, at times when, you, you know, you got the fringe groups just being so extreme about certain things. And you can be an extremist when it comes to diet. I don't think you have to be. I don't think the people that have lived the longest and been mentally focused or mentally keep their wits about them till, they're, till they die as well as their physical body working. I don't think they are people who are extremists. Partially why? Because extremism affects your brain, your emotions. And when you're an extremist, you tend to be more stressed and more yeah. uh, intense and and produce more adrenaline and, and, and constant flushes of adrenaline through your system on a daily basis, which we all have some and have varying experiences that cause that. But when you're living at an intensely obsessive uh, manner about a given topic or, or lifestyle, it, it can be actually detrimental to your health over time and, and also to losing weight. You know, uh, people who yeah. tend to have a lot of stress, that's another big one. Stress, uh, too much stress in your life can really help keep you from losing any weight. And we'll do specific podcasts just on stress and weight loss. Uh, let's see, next question. Did, so, we, did we cover the one at bedtime? <laughs> did we get so off don't track skip again? breakfast. Do I eat too close to bedtime? But I didn't know how close is too close. Okay, I would say within at least a half an hour and better an hour before you yeah. go to bed. Another form of dieting, uh, which works well for some people, and I've used at times too, though I haven't, I have to say this is a harder one for me to stick to, uh, because I do tend to be a nibbler, so now I just nibble healthy things like fruits and vegetables throughout the day. Intermittent fasting? Not eating after like 5 to 6 o'clock. Yes, so that is a form of intermittent fasting. Not eating after 5, 6 p.m. in the evening. Eating normally throughout the rest of the day, uh, you'll find you'll drop weight. Also, if you want to know one of the reasons you're you're not losing weight by eating late, uh, your insulin levels go up and insulin is tied to storing fat as well, as well as cortisol. So another reason. Stress in, in and of itself produces more cortisol and uh, it uh, keeps that cortisol train moving. And so when you eat food, it'll grab it and store it in, into fat, you know, and it'll let you, depending on your lifestyle, of course, uh, if you have a sedentary lifestyle and you have a stressed out life on top of it, you're going to store more fat. Let's see, next one. Uh, because of my gender, 
Are you having a harder time losing weight because you're a woman or a man or somewhere in between? And I'm sorry if it sounded like minded there about the person in between, but it can be too. Uh, what if you're a male producing more female hormones or a female producing more male hormones naturally? Indeed, that can affect your ability to lose weight. And so gender plays a big part. Women especially. Men, as a whole, men lose weight much more easily than women. And partially due to the fact that women have female hormones. If you look at men, you could say, well, man in history has had a higher stress level than women. And, and oftentimes mm-hmm. that stress can help them put on weight. They'll, they'll gain weight quicker from certain reasons there than a woman might because of the excess stress. But they can drop the weight easier if they cut back on their calories, increase their exercise, start eating a little better. The weight will come off quicker than it will in a woman and mainly because of those hormone issues. And women as they get older, men as they get older, they have more difficulty losing, taking that weight off because their metabolism slows down. We can stop there. So we'll get more into detail. See all these questions I just kind of wanted to cover now, and we'll get into more detail and have separate podcasts just on these specific things and go into more detail and specifically what people can do to boost that weight loss speed as well as uh, get them off the plateau. The other things that can really be an issue for people, I always recommend when people first start a diet or they're they're thinking about they want to lose weight uh, and they're unable to lose weight. They don't think they've tried and tried, tried all kinds of diets. Maybe they lose a little bit, but not a lot. And then they, or they're yo-yo dieting. I recommend, you know, you talked about how you clean out the house of things that you don't want to be eating when you go on a diet. That's a good way. I always recommend to people, you know what, have a have a at least one day, if not more than one day, depending on your difficulty emotionally of going into a diet phase, where you take a break. For instance, you might have a day where you fast. You don't you try not to eat anything for as long as you can for just a few mm. hours. Uh, even if it's six hours, twelve hours. Uh, you make a light change in what you're doing uh, and that can be a break to then kick you into doing the dieting have you ever done it that way doing where i uh am fasting yeah like you know we talked about intermittent fasting sometimes that's a good way to kick you into an actual diet uh, where you just don't eat for a few hours on one day and kind of focus and thinking about how you're going to organize your diet what you're going to go into you know i i'm i may mean this at the people that are actually go, you know what, eating just naturally, just eating good foods, fruits and vegetables, and and all the things we've talked about, it, I don't know if I want to do it like that. I'm going to do a keto diet, or I'm going to do a paleo diet, or I'm going to do a Mediterranean diet, whatever. I, you need a preparation day. You need a preparation day before you begin, at least one. Uh, whatever consists on that preparation day is up to you. The other thing I also recommend is you do a blood test and you get your fecal matter tested. Especially if you really have a hard time losing weight, you need to see what your bacteria in your gut looks like. A lot of problems could be with your gut. Your gut's not working right, and that's one of the reasons you can't lose weight. You need to get your blood checked. Uh, maybe you got a metabolism problem. Maybe you got a thyroid problem. Uh, so get, get, go get go to the doctor. Go, I want to check myself. Check my hormone levels. Check my uh, mineral levels, uh, and check all the things. You know, make sure my organs are working right. Uh, through a blood test, and if there's, if anything comes up, that can key you into, oh wow, 
I got a little issue here. Maybe that's why I've been able to use weight. So those are things I would suggest to begin when you begin to get on that path. Uh, yeah, like a detective trying to figure out what's going on. Yep, it can help you deal with it and uh, uh, get it going and get you on the right path and just instead of continually yo-yoing, we're continuing to uh, try and not get anywhere. Well, Nikki, I think we've exhausted what we're going to cover today. We'll continue going into uh, Why Can't I Lose Weight and more specific uh, titles as we go on. Any last comments? Uh, I'm looking forward to learning more. That was great. Um, Thanks, everybody, for listening to part two. Of Why Can't We Lose Weight. That's right. (laughs) Thanks, Dr. Kell. You're welcome, Nikki. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a wonderful day. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye, everybody. For questions or comments, please email us at healthtalkwithdrkell at gmail.com. That's D-R-K-E-L-L at gmail.com. You'll find the lowest prices on standard process whole food supplements at holistichealth.standardprocess.com. As always, we recommend you seek nutritional advice from a qualified healthcare professional before starting a supplement program. And for natural and organic health and hygiene products, see our sponsor's website at oceanbaynaturals.com. While we make every effort to broadcast correct information, we are still learning. We will double check all facts, but realize that medicine is a constantly changing science and art. One doctor may have a different way of doing things from another. We are simply presenting our views on how to live a healthy lifestyle that will be as evidence-based as possible. We welcome any comments, suggestions, or corrections of errors. We take no money from drug or device companies. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others, including but not limited to patients that you are treating. Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the podcast. Under no circumstances shall Dr. Kel Fullerton or any guests or any contributors to the podcast or any employees, associates, or affiliates of Dr. Kel Fullerton be responsible for damages arising from use of this podcast. This blog should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever, including but not limited to establishing standard of care in a legal sense or as a basis of expert witness testimony. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made on this podcast. Our website, blog, and podcasts are all HIPAA compliant. While you may give your email address to subscribe to the website posts or to post information on the website blog, we will never share your email address or contact information with any third parties without your explicit permission. The contents of Health Talk with Dr. Kell podcast and the show notes are all copyrighted. All blog posts, podcasts, and show notes that are distributed to the public for free can be redistributed via hard copy or electronic copy for free only if Health Talk with Dr. Kell is included as the acknowledged author within the actual media that is being redistributed. The Health Talk with Dr. Kell podcast is a production of The Orange Stack with executive producers Dr. Kell Fullerton and Eric Hammond and hosts Nikki Sterling.